Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. What is up, podcast world? Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where we talk about hustle, grind, success, failure, all of those things in my journey and some others along the way. that I've been able to bring you all value through these podcasts. And if I have, please be sure to leave a review and send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of and your thoughts. I do this all for you. And as always, please, please be sure to share this with your friends, family, coworkers, employees. I can't begin to tell you how much this stuff means to me. Thank you, everybody. So too many people consume more than they need and a lot of the time it's to impress others and to fill a void notoriously people get into a rhythm of buying crap they just don't need and they do it because they want to feel part of something or it's an impulse or it feels good in the moment or they try to keep up with their friends or family and that is hugely damaging one to the wallet and two to your future if you're someone that likes to live that way doesn't complain about it goes out there and spends money to um, basically make them happy sure but I would also ask you have you sat down to really evaluate your finances I've been over finances in a few different episodes here so I don't want to beat that uh, dead horse. However, I think it's all of everybody can do a better job of evaluating and taking a step back. I see it happen all the time with friends or just people. Not that I know exactly their financial position. However, it probably falls in place with a lot of other people and it's spending way above their means, more than their income allows, right? Something like going to purchase a house and them evaluating your DTI, um, your debt to income, a lot of people don't even realize their monthly overhead or even their debt 
or what they spend per month on food, on entertainment, on travel, on just shopping. And it's unreal. It's unreal because we live in a very materialistic environment. And what I mean by that is a lot of people spend to just spend. And it's a very uplifting sense of emotion right there and then. There was a study done a while ago. I don't have the source on hand. However, what it was doing, it it was evaluating the brain um, kind of functions during someone uh, buying an item and what their brain did or someone having an experience and what their brain did. And when an individual bought an item, there was very um, heightened emotion, excitement, fulfillment, if you will, right in that moment, but it went away very fast as opposed to the brain activity of doing something and experience, whether it be vacation or accomplishing something. And that uplifting moment was much longer than just going out and buying an item and having that short-lasted happiness, if you will. And so many people, I watch it all the time, spend shit on things they just don't need. And in that moment, it might feel good, but in the long term, it's not getting you anywhere. And this brings me to my point of a lot of people being a consumer as opposed to an actual creative. And a lot of people out there are consuming much more than they're creating. And they're living way above means than they can afford. And it's putting themselves into a financial position in which they can't continue to spend that way, right? That's one way. Or they're going to need to go to a job or have a job where they make enough money in order to uphold their um, high spending habits. And it's just not for the long term. There's no longevity in that. In that, And I feel a lot of people need to take a step back and really evaluate how much they're spending, why they're spending, do they actually need the item, can they cut down. Just the other week, I actually sold off my vehicle because I understood that I could save a good portion of money um, year over year. That was including uh, the payment on the vehicle, but additionally, the insurance on the vehicle. And it is this that I'm always evaluating every single month, where can I where can I cut out costs, where can I cut out costs, where can I cut out costs? And it's not to say that I live in a fucking tent, but it's to understand what do I need and what do I not need. And those things that I can take away, do they do they buy me, metaphorically speaking, luxuries or other things that I can invest more into? And that is exactly where I'm going with all of this. There are so many people out there spending shit, $110 pair of pants, $250 shoes, you know, $600 watches when they can't afford things that they should be spending money on, whether it be investing in yourself or taking a hard look at to what you're truly spending and what it's doing. And again, going back to that report, that study that I was telling you about, the thing is this, that is only short-term happiness buying those items. And if you're buying those items to impress other people, then your train is way off the fucking track and you need to reevaluate. People say it all the time and I know it's kind of overused, but how can you make your money work for you. So many people wonder why there's that one percentile of individuals. A lot of those people did not spend money on stupid shit. 
Now, they might be running around now with, you know, six-figure cars and seven-figure boats, but the fact is they made some compromises up front. I've said it before in one of my earlier podcasts, but a lot of people are living a finish line experience when they haven't even pulled up to the starting line. They're in the dugout, not even on the playing field. And more people could really do themselves some good for the long term as opposed to the short term if they put that money aside. And I don't necessarily mean short. A savings great, but how can you roll that money and make it tenfold of what you currently have compounded over time that means a lot for you that means a lot for your income that means a lot for the way you live or the longevity of your success and had you not gone out and spend the $600 on a watch the $110 on the pair of pants the $250 on a pair of shoes could you have got by with $40 pants and $40 shoes some might say that's petty sure but if you do out the math of simple things as going to fucking Starbucks every day or Dunkin' Donuts every day, over a year, if you do out that math on what you're spending, I think a majority of people would be absolutely shocked at how much money they spend. And when you take all of those dollars and you compare it to what you're taking home, you're going to see how unrealistic that is for the long term. And again, that links me back to the one percentile. People should question, well, how did they get there? Sure, there might be some that ran into to money through their family, whatever the case is. Slide them off the table for the moment. However, for the people that were extremely um, played chess with their money, if you will, strategic in where they place their money, you might take a step back and go, geez, they've got something there. And this full circles back to what I'm saying about people being consumers and not enough people being creatives. And I'll give you a little short story here. I know someone who has a close friend that she is in severe debt when it comes to her credit cards. And her friends are always asking her, let's go out, let's do this, let's go to the bar, let's go to this restaurant. And all of, all the time, she is in a, finds herself in a position where she feels, quote unquote, obligated to go, go out and do those things because they're her friends. But yet at the end of the day, what she should be doing, and allegedly she's someone that complains about this, but yet isn't willing to do anything or change it. And again, let me let me pause for a second. For those of you that don't complain and love that lifestyle, go ahead. Keep doing what you're doing. That's perfectly fine. But for those of you that are complaining and don't want to change it, then this is for you. Going back to the story, she never took the time to stand up to her friends and say, hey, I just financially can't cover this or, hey, I'm actually looking to save some money or put some money aside for my future or investing it here and there. And if those friends or if those people out there are in a similar situation but yet are hesitant to approach their friends because they think they're going to be judged or because they think that it's off-putting, then you might want to reevaluate the fucking people you're hanging out with. Because if you step up and you say, hey, listen, I'm in a financial spot where I cannot continue to just go out every single Friday night or every single weekend, if you truly have true friends 
a legitimate friendship with these people, they're not going to bash you about staying in or saving money. And if they do, again, you need to reevaluate who you're going out with. But these are the things that compounded over time add up to a lot of fucking money. And the, the, the reason this woman is in this position is due to the fact that she's in almost this cycle of just spending and spending way above her means and she's never going to get out of that debt. It's almost like having $10,000, $20,000 of credit card debt and you're paying off $250 or whatever the minimum is on your credit card, you're never going to get out of that debt. And it's the same thing with consuming. So many people see these ads with fancy tech or technology, you know, new computers, new new watches, whatever the new TVs, whatever the case is, and they get in this cycle of consuming. However, they never take a step back to evaluate their financials and say, what am I spending every single month? And out of that overhead every single month, what can I pull out? What can I take back? And this, I probably mentioned this on one of the earlier episodes, but I look at my personal life like a business. You need to understand what your overhead is every single month to understand what you can spend or what you should not be spending on and what you should be spending um, things on. So a lot of people just spend to keep up with others, friends, family, or to feel good in the moment. And they're doing themselves an injustice in the long term because they're putting a financial burden on themselves that they truly cannot handle. And people just have become more consumers than they are creators. It's it's almost comparable to recycling, using so much shit that we don't need, and after it's done, we throw it out as opposed to recycling it. So many people are spending money they do not have every single month. I would ask yourself this every single month. What do you need and what do you not need? I have a few different apps. I've mentioned them before. I you can look at you can listen to some of the previous episodes to to hear them. However, but there are many other things that I do on a monthly basis to understand my overhead. I have a monthly breakdown and I understand where every single dollar is going, whether it be my mortgage, whether it be for a prime membership, whatever the case is. I know where every single dollar is and I evaluate every single month. How can I cut that down? How can I cut down my insurance? How can I cut down a payment on a vehicle? How can I cut down maybe not having HBO and all that other, you know, shit? Do you really need to spend $20 a month, $10 a month, $15 a month on these things? If the answer is yes and it's really a need and not a want, then by all means, continue to push ahead. But just realize if you're in a position 10 years, five years, or currently where money's tight, then you might need to make some sacrifices. And that brings me to my last point. People are not willing to make sacrifices. They're living short-term success, in parentheses there. However, they're not thinking about the longevity and the long-term of success. And in order to get to that finish line or even to get closer to the finish line, because we actually never get there, you're going to need to make some sacrifices. Evaluate what do you need and what do you not need. 
put them on a whiteboard, a piece of paper, an Excel sheet, and evaluate those items in your life on a monthly basis. And when you see your how much you're spending, you're probably going to be shocked. And if it's not compelling data enough on a two-month or a three-month or a six-month, do it in a year, two years, and five years, and your jaw's going to hit the floor on how much fucking money you're going to be spending over time. It's something that a lot of people can have a lot of success and taking a step back and spending less and being less of a consumer and that one percentile, if that's something you want to go into or get into, if that's something you strive for or it's just spending less and pushing your money into areas, avenues that it can make more for you, work harder for you, then those are things you should start deploying. Thanks so much for listening. It means the world to me, everybody. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do so. That way you don't miss any new episodes. And for a closer look into my journey and more motivational content, please be sure to like my page on Facebook at The Motivated Mind Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at The Motivated underscore mind. I've got a lot more to share. I love you all. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Thanks.